Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Rolling Up. Uh, sorry for my absence over the past couple of months. Uh, the NFL playoffs picked up, and I just wanted to go back to fan mode and really enjoy the competition and the exciting matchups. Um, obviously, it's been a real tough week uh, with the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna and the seven other victims of the horrific helicopter crash last Sunday. Um, I'd be lying if I told you guys I haven't shed any tears, but uh, I've shed a lot of tears. And just like millions of other uh, people, fans of the Lakers, Kobe himself... Um, friends and family, everyone's been affected by his death. And it feels like we've lost a beloved family member, to be quite honest. Um, it's just, just something that I still can't put into words, um, but I'm going to try my best to uh, put everything into what Kobe meant to me and how he had an impact on a lot of people within my life and throughout the world. Um, just to go through what had transpired on Sunday. Um, it's just a normal day for me running errands. And uh, I get a text from a couple of my best friends in a group chat. And they're mentioning that Kobe passed. And I'm sitting there saying, what? And I go to text them and say, you know, no, LeBron passed Kobe for the third most points scored in NBA history the night before uh, when the Lakers were in Philadelphia playing the Sixers. And um, my other best friend, who's a Lakers fan, mentioned a helicopter crash. So I said, okay, let, let me look into it because I, I haven't heard anything or saw any reports on the news. Um, so I go online, I go straight to Twitter. My only source that I really trust for basketball is Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, I go on Woj's Twitter. I don't see anything. I'm sitting there just refreshing the timeline, refreshing the timeline, um, because I don't want it to be true after I saw some articles from TMZ, and then once I did the last refresh on Woj's timeline, I see he confirmed that Kobe Bryant had passed. It uh, felt like a knife to the stomach. Just... It's the closest thing to a superhero that you had in Kobe Bryant. 
just from the simple fact that he pretty much grew up with us. As far as the people within my age group, I'm only 25. Uh, I'll be turning 26 in about a month. And it's just, it's, it's still unbelievable. Um, I still remember the first time I saw Kobe Bryant ever play on TV um, was that 2000 season when him and Shaq were making a run for their first championship. And um, as a a six-year-old, you really don't understand the amount of greatness um, that one could possess. But as I continued to grow up and continue to watch the game of Kobe Bryant and his effect on others to make them work hard and recreate the same work ethic that he possessed, you can tell that this man was on a mission and he simply just wanted to prove every single night that he was the best basketball player in the world. And his mentality, you can incorporate it in any aspect of life as far as wanting to be the best at what you do. You know, if you want to be the, you know, the best rapper, if you want to be the best driver, you want to be the um, the best parent, you want to be a best, the best mom or dad that you can be to your kids. Uh, you want to be a role model, you know, his, his mentality is something that could be replicated through others. And just the horrific part about the tragedy was that his daughter, Gianna, was on the helicopter with him, along with some of her teammates and the teammates' parents, uh, who all tragically lost their lives. And it's funny because even last night I was watching the Lakers Trailblazers game and it's the Lakers' first game since uh, the horrific crash. And, um, you know, like LeBron said, you know, you have to appreciate the time you have with your family. And um, he said that the last three years of Kobe's life were the happiest times he had ever seen Kobe because he had a chance to be with his daughters and be with his wife and, you know, spend that quality time with his daughters, work with Gian on her basketball game and get to work on outside projects such as uh, film and media. You know, he never backed down from a challenge, which is the greatest thing that, you know, a person can can do themselves. You know, never back down from a challenge, no matter how big the task may be or how much of an uphill climb 
or pain you may have to go through. But um, he definitely was just a superhero in his own way to myself. Funny to see that 20 years of this man's basketball career, it lines up for me going from me being in kindergarten up to the time I graduated college. I watched this man play basketball. I've watched him win multiple championships. I'm a, I'm a Celtics fan, and I've watched him basically lose to us in 2008 in the finals and then come back a couple years later only to defeat us in the finals because he was on a mission. He was determined to, you know, right that wrong that there was a a void after that 2008 finals. He knew that the only way to rectify that loss to Boston was to defeat them the next time they met in the finals, which he did. You know, I was part of me was very upset obviously that the Celtics lost in the finals but it made it a little bit easier to see that it was Kobe Bryant who won the championship over the Celtics with the Lakers and it's been a rough week for everyone um, who is a basketball fan who isn't a basketball fan just Kobe Bryant had such a a presence and persona that everybody could relate to and yeah his yeah his presence is just just second to none there's nothing you can really compare it to um I would say that for people in my generation, he he simply was our Michael Jordan. Um, I think to make it even better was that he knew he was the best and he was always willing to make the people around him better in order to improve their success and also just because he wanted to win and that, and obviously everybody's going to want to win um and just the outpouring support that his family's received in this time of need it's just it just goes to show you that when tragedy strikes, you can really tell who's there for one another. And it's it's a beautiful thing to see that everybody's come together in the time of Kobe's death, along with his, the passing of his daughter and the other victims included uh, in the crash. Um, 
the NBA has already came out and made some changes to the upcoming All-Star weekend in order to pay tribute to Kobe Bryant, uh, such as to, um, I believe, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo's team will be wearing number 24, which is Kobe Bryant's uh, second number uh, retired by the Lakers. And LeBron James's team is going to be wearing number two, which is Gianna Bryant's number uh, that she wore at Kobe's Mamba uh, Sports Academy. Um, so it's a fitting way to pay tribute to one of the greatest uh, basketball players of all time and his daughter. Um, and man, Kobe loved being with his daughter Gianna, especially teaching her the ins and outs of basketball. He tried to instill that very same mentality that he has into his daughter at a very young age, especially at the point where she's only 12, 13 years old. And he's showing her, you know, drills and workouts that he was putting WNBA players through so they can improve their game. And these are women who are, you know, 22, 23, 24 years old. And his daughter is only 13 years old. And she, it was, it was kind of not a surprise, but just seeing some of her game film, looking at some of the moves, like she had a spin move through the lane to the basket and it looked just like Kobe. Her her fadeaway shot looked just like Kobe's. And that's what brought them together was just their love of basketball as a whole. And Man, you you just got to appreciate every day that you have, you know. Obviously, everybody goes through their own shit that they have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. But just remain grateful and just keep at it every day. Just take it day by day and be happy with the bright spots, you know, spend time with your loved ones because you never know when your last day is going to be or how your last day is going to end. So just always remain grateful uh, for the times that you have on this very earth. Um, so I, I just want to say, you know, rest in peace to to Kobe Bryant, um, rest in peace to his daughter, Gianna Bryant. Also, rest in peace to the other uh, seven victims of that helicopter crash as well. Um, the, the emotion of this tragedy um, is not something that you can get over 
this is something that's gonna take weeks, maybe even months to kind of heal from this tragedy. Um, Because he meant so much to a generation of boys and girls, your men and women. Uh, And he was our hero. And I will say this. We always see these superhero movies and the closest recreation of a superhero that we can get is out of sports. You know, you always gravitate towards a superstar who you may relate to based on their skill set or their personality. And, you know, it hurts when... Because every... In every superhero movie, every superhero usually comes upon a battle that they cannot win. Um, And obviously nobody wants to see their favorite superhero lose a fight. Um, But this one hurts because we all we all lost our superhero. We all lost our our Superman and Kobe Bryant. Um, So I just pray that the family uh, can heal and uh, remain positive in this time of need. Um, And yeah, just rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. There will never be another Kobe Bryant just want to say you know all love to the black mamba and uh yeah man you will always remain loved here uh you'll never be forgotten and i just want to say that i love and am very grateful of all of the work that you've done as a basketball player as a mentor as a businessman as a father, as a husband, I appreciate all of the great things that you have done. And you've gone beyond out of your means to make sure that you spend your time with those who are important to you. Um, you know taking helicopters just so you can spend quality time with your kids. I think one of the more interesting things um, that I came out and read about this week was that, you know, the reason, one of the main reasons why he even got into taking helicopters, you know, back and forth from the Lakers practice facility to his home was that he was spending too much time in traffic and he wanted to spend the quality time with his kids. You know, even if it was just a 15, 20 minute drive from picking the girls up from school and bringing them back home. You know, as a kid, you don't really think much about it. You're just thinking, oh, well, dad's just picking us up from school and bringing it home. But 
to a dad, that's something where it's like, oh, no, this is quality time. I get to hang out with my kids, you know, and uh, I thought that was a really, a really cool thing of him to do. You know, he, you know, by any means necessary, um, that's Kobe. It was just by any means to do what he needed to get done in order to spend time with his girls, with his wife, uh, you know, with his teammates, you know, just so he could get the extra, put in extra work when it comes to practice and game preparation and recovery, just by any means. Um, So, Kobe, I know you and Gianna are up there playing uh, some two-on-two basketball against other people, and I know they're trying to figure out a way to to beat y'all and get y'all off the court, but I know uh, you guys will continue to share that love of basketball, and uh, you'll forever remain in our hearts as basketball fans and as fans of you of you as well um, and just your overall accomplishments as an all-star NBA champion, finals MVP, all-star game MVP um, you know we we went through a lot of hurt this week uh, by losing you but we're uh, we're slowly, you know, slowly but surely getting back on track, and um, that's the only way to do it. You know, we just got to keep pushing, just pushing through. So uh, Kobe, once again, Gianna, and the other victims involved in the helicopter crash. I just want to say uh, prayers and condolences go out to your families, and. Um, and there's a lot of love uh, from everyone around the world for you guys. So just want to say rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. All right. And um, now to move on to the to the big game of the weekend. I know I haven't covered much of the NFL playoffs with you guys, but um, tomorrow we have the Super Bowl which we have the San Francisco 49ers playing against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, from the last numbers that I saw, it looks like the Chiefs are still favored by a point and a half with the over-under at 54 and a half. Um, Really interesting thing about both rosters is that nobody was on the injury report um, coming up through this week of practicing. Um, So everyone's a full go, which is going to make for a very intriguing game. Um, You know, through the playoffs, we saw Jimmy Garoppolo not taking a lot of uh, pass attempts and the 49ers heavily relying on the run game, which they've done through uh, Raheem Mostert, 
uh, Tevin Coleman. And, um, you know, sometimes when they do get the pass game going, obviously George Kittle is involved with uh, Debo Samuel and uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but the, the main concern from what it appears to be is that um, they don't want to apply too much pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo to win a game basically slinging the ball all over the place. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is he's going to have to do that in order to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs offense um, because they can usually score uh, within a three to four and a half minute drive and you can they rack up the points pretty fast. We saw that was very evident against the Houston Texans and Texans in the divisional round. Um, they were down basically twenty four to nothing, and they came back and ended up winning fifty one to thirty one. So this is an offense where, you know. You can try to control time of possession with them. The Tennessee Titans tried that, and it didn't really work all too well as they had to get away from their key component of taking away the time of possession in order to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. But at the same time, that doesn't really work, you know, especially when the offense is still putting seven points or three points on the board at the same time, every single possession. Um, so at that point, the 49ers, their best chance to win this game is going to rely on turnovers being forced by the defense, which they are built to force turnovers, especially up front with Nick Bosa playing off the edge. Um, I really think that if they can force the turnovers, then the 49ers definitely have a great chance to win the Super Bowl. Um, but at the same time, I really believe that the Kansas City Chiefs, um, have the entire player personnel built to win this championship and quite honestly it's time um I know people don't really speak on it but Andy Reid it's it's time for him to get his his uh Super Bowl as a head coach um because it, it just it killed me to see him in Philadelphia go to five NFC championships and the fact that he got to one Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles, um, it just so happened to be that the time he goes there, he has to play the New England Patriots. And then to make it worse, he has Terrell Owens coming off of a leg injury um, just a few weeks prior. Even though Terrell Owens played completely out of his mind against the Patriots that year um, in the Super Bowl. Um, so I think if I had to make a prediction for this game, um, just to go from top to bottom, I think the Chiefs will win this game 
And this will be a game score of the Chiefs winning score of 40 to 27, I'd say. And uh, I can see Pat Mahomes winning Super Bowl MVP by throwing for four touchdowns, over 300 yards. Um, I can see Travis Kelsey with two receiving touchdowns. Um, That's the game that I'm anticipating anticipating on seeing um, as far as the Chiefs being able to dominate offensively. Um, But at the same time, if I had to choose a way for the Niners to win, it would be them scoring points on the defensive side of the ball by also creating turnovers. Um, So that's my only chance that I actually give the 49ers just because at times it felt as the 49ers offense was too run game heavy and not really innovative as far as their passing game was concerned. So I see the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl tomorrow, uh, Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl MVP. So that makes it a little bit easier, too, uh, for gambling-wise, for you to take the over at 54 and a half, and you can still take the Chiefs uh, at minus one and a half. So... Uh, that's my prediction for the big game for tomorrow. I know there's a ton of other prop bets that are out there that people are looking at. Um, but as far as this episode is concerned, um, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, definitely do apologize for my little leave of absence, but uh, I'll be around a little bit more frequently. And uh, next episode, I'll have something interesting for you guys. I'll do an NFL season wrap-up, and uh, we'll kind of dive deep into the uh, seasons of a bunch of teams. A couple of surprises, a couple teams who were disappointments, but I'll say this, uh, definitely tune in because it's something that you guys will enjoy and uh, we'll get a great laugh out of as well um so definitely appreciate you guys tuning in uh this week and uh i'll see you next week so peace out till then